this is the Pause to Proceed podcast with your host, SB. And I'm your girl, Bridget LaRae. And we are here today. And I guess we're talking about relationships. <laughs> <laughs> so this topic has kind of been avoided. Remember? Well, Do you remember when I suggested it? Like, who knows? Oh, first of all, this is episode number 20. 20. Look at us. Oh, it's the class. It's go- oh, you wanted him to. Yes. That deserved that. Go. Yeah. We need confetti and balloons. All of that, y'all. Like, being yes. consistent. Like, I'm proud of us. Me too. Yeah, I really me am too. proud of us. Yeah. I don't think. I think friends and family that know me probably yeah. was like, how long is she going to be doing this? Really? See? See? That goes to our another, our private conversation. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What is it? We can make it public. What was we oh, saying? Oh, but okay. So I think we talked about briefly, guys. I supposed to be moving. So we don't know what's going to happen to our podcast. But me and Bridget, we're so like willy nilly. We're like, <laughs> hey, well, we're just going to create. And if it works out, yeah, whatever. But it's like, you know what? I haven't been consistent with something other than work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because you, you don't work. <laughs> you got to work, eat, right? Honey. I haven't been really consistent with something creative in such a long time. And I'm like, I feel like if we really focus and really, I'm not going to say we don't take it serious, but it comes pretty natural to us. You know what I mean? But if we really kind of just like, you know what? Let's build. Let's not destroy it. Let's just see what happens because the consistency is good. Yeah, man, I have been, yes, consistency has definitely been a struggle. Yes. But I will say, Mm -hmm. like, consistency with anything, uh, since we're on the topic of of relationships, I do realize, um, like, once I get bored with something and the energy dies down, I'm just, like, completely over it. And it's really challenging to... To stay in the mojo of things. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, like the fun is gone. Like, But is the fun, the fun is not, is the fun gone? Oh, you mean in no, this? No, no, no. Well, I mean, if you want to answer that, but I mean in general terms, like, because I think sometimes every, and we know this rationally speaking, everything can't always be fun. Right, exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. And that's that part of our brain, I guess, we, you have to push through like, all right, like, it's not going to always be fun. So let's... You know, I guess you have to rationalize that and somehow in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I get it. Yeah. So as far as relationships wise, mm-hmm. um, I, I think the, you know, the honeymoon stage is always so so much fun to me. Like we get to know each other. We're dating. We're mm-hmm. going out. Like you mm-hmm. get to know me. I'm telling you all the things that I think is cool about me. And he's sharing the same thing. And then it's like, okay, once I get to know somebody. And it gets serious. And, uh-huh. you know, I realized, like, oh, this could be something. I realized, man, I, I will start to sabotage the relationship. Like, self-sabotage. I, I'll start pushing them away mm-hmm. or just needing time to myself. I need some space. Like, I let me, ugh. Like, you always up under me. You're you calling really me every day. Like the person, though? I do. You That's do? The you, thing. Okay. Yes. So it's a, this has been a, a pattern it's with been you. A pattern. Okay. I've been consistent okay. at that. Consistent at that. I've right. been very I like consistent how we uh, segue from the consistency to, you know, general consistency to consistency with the relationship. Yeah. All right. Go on here. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, and I do realize that, you know, a therapist, 
would base it off of the things of the past. Mm-hmm. And what's so funny is I had a revelation the other day, and I don't know, I don't. It must have been the Holy Spirit because it just dropped on me, and I was like, "Oh, oh my drop. God, come on, Holy Spirit, drop, <laughs> rain down on me for real." So I had a revelation, and I realized, like, man. A lot of the people that I've been connecting with has mm-hmm. been trauma bonds. And we we communicated through trauma and it has been very toxic. And and my revelation was like, oh, that's how all of my relationships has been. You know, yeah. from the very first start. I'm talking high school. She told me some gnarly things about her relationships Man. in her past. Like yeah, that's a yeah. It was gnarly, yeah, yeah, in a real way. <laughs> gnarly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, okay, that's my LA talk. I'm sorry, <laughs> gnarly yeah, dude. It, it, it was like it was wild. Let's just say yeah. wow, you know. Yeah, it, it was pretty wow and traumatic. Yeah, well, to just let you all in on what SB is talking about. Gnarly about my relationships. <laughs> my my uh, jargon alone. Your country ahead. self. Mm-hmm. I'm country too. My my family originally from uh, Carrollton, Georgia. And you're from the Midwest. I'm Everybody from the Midwest. know Midwest are, is very we, country. We're very country for sure. I didn't realize how country we were until I moved here to California. Yeah, and I'm like, it's lights everywhere where I'm from. Like, it's no lights. Like, we used to roam the streets in the dark. Y'all like, are cousins. Yes. Yeah. 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 Everybody cousins. Right. (laughs) So uh, what's gnarly about my first relationship, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was this guy. He was so sweet. I loved and adored him so much. Mm -hmm. He had this beautiful singing voice. So he used to sing to me, to serenade me. I was like, oh, my God, that is my man. And I remember it was like around prom time. He went to a different school than me. And he went. Not prom, it was like some dance. Okay. And so he was going with a friend, him mm-hmm. and his friends. And he was a good guy. Like, his mom did not play that. He was such a good guy. And he didn't even party. So for him to even go to that party, I was like, oh, you going? Um. So him and a friend, apparently they stopped somewhere. The friend was selling like some marijuana mm-hmm. to some people. Yeah. And the guys who they sold the marijuana to ended up following them and like, like, Shooting the car, they did a drive-by, and he was killed in the gunfire. So I'm like, well, damn. That was, that's traumatic. Very traumatic. But that, would you say that wasn't necessarily a trauma bond, that particular relationship? No, that one was not particularly a trauma bond, no. Okay. But we did talk a lot about, you know, life and um, things of that matter. How old were you guys? Uh, I was about 15. 15, okay. 15. Okay. And what about the next the, one? Oh, God. The next one. Okay, this was like 16. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one, I'm like, you know, I think I just was attracting, like, trauma into my life. I, I don't, Um, let me back up from there. Like, mm-hmm. I had a childhood friend. She was in a relationship with the older guy. I was about 14 at the time. Actually, 13, because she was about 15. Okay. And um, she was messing with an older guy. Mm-hmm. And this was, it was like a friend in the neighborhood. And How old I, was he? He probably was in his 20s. Okay. Yeah. And um, she, I think she was like breaking up with him or something. Mm-hmm. And he got so crazy. He like kicked down the door, shot and killed her. And like, I've just had a lot of like, when it comes to relationships, I just seen so much trauma 
that yeah. when things started to get start to get good, I would sabotage it because I would think like, oh no, it's subconsciously trauma's gonna come. Yeah. Somebody's gonna die. So I was like, Ooh. damn, I've equated relationships with death. Oh, it's and that's imprinted in your brain. And that's and I just had this revelation the other day, like, no wonder why you don't take it seriously. You don't take relationships seriously. Like you, me, I um sabotage in yeah. that aspect. Because um, then as I was, when I was 16, I had a younger guy that I was, we were like the same age. And I had a friend and she and I used to hang out like in these projects. Across, my grandma lived across the street from the projects mm -hmm. and my friend lived in the projects, right. right? And I had a younger, my boyfriend was my age. She dated this older guy that had his own apartment in the projects, mm -hmm. right? And the older guy didn't like that. She hung out with me and my boyfriend used to have his friends around. Mm -hmm. right so yeah. you know it was a lot of conflict between the two of them and like it he ended up telling me my boyfriend like well, either we gonna have sex or it's gonna be my way or the, or the highway and I was like well you, nobody tell me it's gonna be my way or the highway because other than being molested at like nine I hadn't had sex yeah and, you know 16 at the time yeah and I was like well I'm gonna choose the highway and so that was <laughs> the last time I talked to this guy and like a month later come to find out my friend's boyfriend killed him killed my my guy my you know it was like and then he started stalking me you know to try to get me to not tell the police that they had this this um animosity between each other hmm. because he told the police like they found him literally butt naked on this in this guy's kitchen so he lied and said that he tried but to naked. girl I'm like what did you do to right. so he lied and said he tried to um you know to, to rob him. Sound like some snowfall action. Yeah. If so, you know, you know. Girl. You know what I'm Oh, listen, y'all. Let me tell y'all. This is so much like. Shit. And even in writing my books, like I put these stories in my book, but even in the writing, I, I wasn't connecting that this had a lot to do with me and relationships and the way that I view them. Mm, you know? That's interesting. Because a lot of times when you writing it out, that's when it kind of like, it's like your mirror. Yeah. Interesting. But I wasn't writing it. I wasn't thinking like that. I was just like, let me, you know, I'm going to share my story. I yeah. know this is, I have some very colorful stories right, in my life. Right. Um, but in writing, I just didn't connect it to like who I am today. Right. It was just like, oh, let me tell you the story. Let me, let me get this out to yeah. show people that, you know, it doesn't matter. Because in my, in my book side, I do connect God in a lot of it. Because mm -hmm. it's about connecting the dots and seeing that God has always been there for me and with me through it all. Yeah. And Man, and that's just man. I could go on on every single relationship, honey. I'll I'll tell you two more, and then I'll let y'all imagine. Then y'all can read the book to figure out to find out the rest. Yeah. So then, you know, I had another relationship with this guy, and I'm from Dayton, Ohio, and Dayton, Ohio was like all about cars. You know, it was a lot of I hung well for me. I hung around a lot of drug dealers. So yeah. A lot of my boyfriends were drug dealers, and. I had this one boyfriend, you know, he had a lot of money and cars everywhere. And and um, I remember one time he ended up, he had his own place. He ended up coming home and was saying to me like, oh, are you messing with such and such? I'm like, what? He accused me of cheating him with some other drug dealer. I'm like, I don't even know. I know of him, but yeah. I didn't know him. Right? So then he just cut the conversation short, got in his car, like this nice old school car, that's why I'm a lover of old school cars, too. That's why I had to go to Cuba, because I'm like, I love old school cars. Aww. But anyway, so he gets in his car, and he literally drives down the street 
And speeding, I get in my car and follow him because I'm like, oh my God, he's, he's so erratic and crazy. I'm like, I don't know what's about to happen. Girl, he stops in the middle of like third and main, the two major intersections, mm -hmm. and get out the car. And he had like some beers in his car and he started handing beers to people like, I'm Moses and Jesus is coming back. And it was just so traumatic. At, and then, you know, the police end up taking him not to jail, but to like, um, a psychiatric center. So here I am, like, eight, 17, 18 years old, visiting my boyfriend in a psychiatric center. And Did I really... get out? Yeah, he, he got out. Was he okay when he got out? Um, you know, at that... He... Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's he's doing okay. He probably hate that... I, I don't I don't keep in contact with him, but he probably hate that I shared this information. Yeah. I don't say his name, but, All you know, right. I do. I write about it. I share the story, like, it's been a part of my life. Right. And, um, yeah, he's doing well. That's good. He's That's doing good well. that he's doing okay. But it's just like, I, I feel like I've just had so many traumatic relationships. And then um, one after that, um, I had this guy, like, we were engaged. Mm -hmm. And we would break up and get back together, break up and get back together. And this is like, he proposed to me one day on a breakup. So I'm like, okay, I said yes, but the ring didn't fit. So I was like, you know, I ain't telling nobody about this engagement. So you give me the right ring and the right color. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and so literally the next day I had um, a friend over. And it was a guy friend. We were nothing but platonic friends. Mm -hmm. He knew about him. Yeah. And he come bang, banging on the door. He like, you got some nigga in there? Like, come outside. And he had this bet. And my friend in my house with a gun. He like, you want me to shoot this nigga? I'm like, no, don't shoot him. Don't shoot him. And then so he yells out, like, that's why I've been cheating on your ass. I'm like, what? <sighs> like, that was huge for me because he and he knew that because I had a cousin who I literally watch wither away. Yeah. You know, die from HIV. Mm -hmm. And so before we even got together, yeah. we got tested. Right. And so I'm like, okay, cool. Like, we know neither one of us got anything. I'm right. thinking he's faithful. Like, he's just this little scrawny dude who right. I'm thinking is so faithful to me. So when he's like, that's why I've been cheating on your ass. So I'm like, what? And so I had my friend leave. I'm like, oh, this thing got serious. And he commenced to tell me that he's been cheating on me, sleeping with prostitutes, and that he thought he had AIDS. And so here I am sitting there, boo-hoo crying, like, oh my God, I can have AIDS right now. How old were you? Uh, I was about 20, 22, 23, something. Between 22 and the 20. Devil. Four. Yeah. Devil. But it was just so, I, I didn't have AIDS, you know, but it's so crazy. Like when you do go get tested, they it's like they play mind games with you at the clinic. I'm like, just tell me, do I? got it or not we just extra nervous because we already know what you know like the apprehension <laughs> yes is uh, it is anxiety stricken girl yeah it really is it really so is. so that's um a, a little touch of my relationship history and it, there's so much more well, I'm, I'm definitely is definitely very vivid and colorful mm -hmm. i mean the hoods of america ladies and gentlemen oh i just God. tell you you know what i mean yeah. but i mean i'm glad that you're able to connect the dots because then yeah. it's like, okay, first up, acknowledgement. And then you can just start kind of working on yourself from there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's good because yeah. I know that's a that's a thing. Like, I know, you know, we all want that person, you know? So, man, yay so just, to you. Just the awareness of it, like just how that has 
really impacted my view of relationships. And I, I didn't even realize that. That's deep. I'm just like floored that I didn't realize. I'm like, how did you not connect this? I didn't want to see it. You know what I mean? It was like I was attracting unavailable people. It was because I, I was unhealed. Yeah. And I didn't, and I was only attracting people that were unhealed. Yeah. I kind of felt like I was driving these men crazy. I'm like, how I have two yeah, how I have so many like psychotic men in my life. You know what I mean? It was just just well, that's what I was attracted to because I had to look at it like I'm the common denominator. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That energy is real. The energy you put out, that's what you'll get back, I guess. Um Yeah, for sure. Damn, I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> yeah, I, girl. <laughs> I don't. Like it's a lie. Like it, it is a lie. It has been a lie. And um I don't I just feel like that has that's a revelation and and it has really expanded my viewpoint on relationships hmm. and just make me feel like I'm ready to give it a fair chance. Right. Right. With the, you know, open mind, with a clear mind. Right. Just knowing the reason as to why yeah. it's been such a struggle. Cause it's like, I've been praying. I'm over here praying. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Lord bless me with, you know, the man of my dreams, bless me, bless me with my soulmate. And I'm working, doing all these manifestations to manifest a beautiful relationship yeah. on one end. Right. But then I'm over here subconsciously not truly believing in it. Not, that not part. even aware that I had all these reservations and these uh, self-sabotages against relationships right. so it's like you know i can't blame god because he's like okay you got to let go of the past it's like i've been living in the wake yeah you know what i mean yeah you know when the you know just to explain the wake like when the boat takes off in the water you see the trail behind it that's the wake that's the little trail that it leaves in the water that's the wake so it's like instead of me operating from the engine the current energy that's put that's pulling the, the boat forward i've been trying to operate in the wake, mm -hmm. the past, yeah. the things of the past. Yeah. Unbeknownst to me. So it's like, okay, now it's time for me to get in the driver's seat and operate off this present energy, having a vision. Right. I'm thinking about, I feel like the only traumatic experience that I've had dating was my high school slash college boyfriend. And I'll just say, you know, he was young and he, you know, he liked the ladies, you know, he was a basketball guy popular guy you know he was that guy and i was just tired of the shit make a long story short right. by the time we got to college because that nursing program i was like listen we in school i need to be focused i can't be worried about you know what you're doing yeah, went to and the I same think, college? yeah we did oh, okay. and the thing is i think by that time you know how you just get fed up and you yes, don't just don't okay. even care yeah, anymore I, you know yeah. what i mean so i had got to that point clearly he was not so um I remember, and I think we were broken up at this time, but you know, it's that that weird, it's complicated phase. You're right. still messing with him. And um, he asked me, I think he was pissed off about, I'm just I'm just using all type of language today, but it's okay. <laughs> he was upset with me about something. I don't know. I wasn't paying him any attention. I'm focused. Mm -hmm. There's some, it's hard. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Those That's thick books that we had to lug around. Right. I had a rolling book bag. Exactly. Couldn't even put it on my back. But, yeah, um, he was upset about something. I wasn't paying him any attention. So I think we had hung out before, and he loved something. Oh, he needed a ride. He called me for, uh, for a ride. So I went up to school so he can go get his car. I went up to school. It was late. It probably was like 9 o'clock at night. Went to the dorms, picked him up. 
I think he asked why I didn't call him back. And I'm like, listen, I'm busy. I'm studying, you know. So I knew he was going to say something to trigger me, you know, poke the bear a little bit. But at this time, I'm so desensitized. Whatever you say, I'm over it. So I don't I don't care. Right. Like, whatever. So I don't know how we got from, like, just talking about how busy I was. He ended up calling me a bitch. And I just laughed. Because I knew that's what he was going to do, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, let me just take you to your car so I can get the hell on, you know? So he kept asking me questions, and I was driving, ignoring him. He was like, oh, you're not going to answer? So he took my little coach purse and threw it out the window. Oh. Yeah. So um, that that caused me to slam on the brakes and start cussing him out. So what I did was I parked my car on the side of the road, and I just got out of the car. Because I'm like, I can't be in this same energy. I'm just going to walk home and that be that. I'm walking for like two minutes and I hear somebody running behind me. And he's he's a football player. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, there's somebody running behind me. And he just snatched me up. And he didn't hit me, but he roughed me up enough. Like slammed me on the ground and was slinging me, you know, in a random person's yard. I'm trying to run to the neighbor's door so I can call somebody. Because at this time, I didn't even have a cell phone. I think this was like 2000. People had cell phones, but I was kind of late to the party. Right. So this was probably 2004. Yeah, probably like 2000, maybe 2003. Yeah, it was 2003. So make a long story short, he's, I'm trying to, I hit him and, you know, we tussling. And he finally left and left me alone. But I think about, because honestly, I haven't, I'm not, I haven't been in a lot of relationships. I've been in two relationships. I've been in that relationship. And then I've been in a relationship with a woman. As an adult? As an adult, yes. So I am truly Gemini bisexual situation. Okay. Two and one and one. Okay, Gemini. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So... I look at that and I'm like, I wonder why, you know, like, has that affected me in a way where I haven't been able to really um, connect with men? Because in my 20s, I felt like I was letting people choose me and not choose people. Oh, girl. And he chose me. I think about that. He actually chose me. I didn't choose him. Mm -hmm. He chose me. Or he, he, it was the interest. Mm-hmm. I found out he had an interest in me. You know, he's like, oh, okay. And I opened up my mind. And, and I, of course, I started liking mm-hmm. him. But I noticed the, the chosen pattern throughout my 20s. So it's just weird how things can just, it, you know, the brain is so fragile. And people don't realize how fragile the brain is. And, like, we're well, we're adult women going back. 20 years ago. Oh, my God. You know, digging through the archives, trying to figure out how the events that happened in the past, how it's affecting us now. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Like, that was your only relationship with a man. Period. Period. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mess with, you know, I've dated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they normally don't stick around for longer than, like, six, eight months. Oh. I get annoyed after a while. Oh. I'm, in California, that's a long relationship. Uh, six, eight it months. It is. I haven't had any. Oh, in California, I think the longest, oh, God. I think I've only messed with maybe or dated maybe two people here in my whole eight years. Oh. Two women. And I don't think it lasts longer than maybe four or five months. Mm. And then I was like, Four years, nothing, y'all. So what did I mean, you nothing? I mean, nothing. 
girl. I I get I get it. I, I was six. I was six years when oh. I tell you nothing. Six, but I had a lot of mental work to do. Cleansing, that, and you right. see, I didn't even get it all the way done. Right. That's how deep it is. It's a journey. Like you, it's you'll never journey. get it all the way done. It's but, a voyage. Yeah, <laughs> definitely on that boat. What you talking about? The the wavy? What you call it? Yeah, the, the wake, the wake, the wake. Oh, Looking yeah. back at that wake, it's a journey. Like, that wake trailing right behind you. Yes, yeah. So, did you always like women, or did that yeah. kind of draw you towards? No, no, no. It wasn't like oh, because sex. I think I played. I didn't even realize how. I guess because the fact you know, I don't know our mentalities when you're young. The fact that he didn't hit me, I didn't think of as that much of a big deal. Too much. He's slamming you around like you one of the football players. <laughs> I know, but, and I hate it, and I'm just going to segue to this really quickly because it just lets you know the mentality of a young person. Mm -hmm. I hate to say this, but I remember when the whole thing with Rihanna and Chris Brown happened, mm -hmm. and I remember, man, whew, forgive me because I love me so Rihanna, but I remember seeing the picture, and I was like, oh, that's not that bad. Mm -hmm. That's deep. Oh, yeah. That's like, really? She And I look at that picture now as an adult, and I'm like... He, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, mm. you know, he worked up a little bit. Hey, yeah, I remember that picture. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. But for me to say that, I'm like, damn. And even my friends, we talk about it now. And I think one of my friends actually apologized because they would joke about it. Because it's not funny. But, you know, black people, we just, you know, trauma, we got to make it into laughter. Yeah. But I remember when I knocked on the lady door because at first she didn't want to answer. Like she was in, uh, like upstairs yelling, saying, "I don't want to get involved." Like, what's going on upstairs? Oh, I don't want to get involved. And I was like, "Ma'am, I just need to use your phone." So when he find, when he was about to leave, he had yelled at the lady. He was like, "Yeah, ma'am, you don't want this bitch on your lawn." And he just walked off. And that was my friends would quote that because we thought it was funny. <laughs> but that's the yo, that's the mentality. The jacked up mentality of trauma, it's just unbelievable when you're a young person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. now they they did they apologize for it, but I didn't even. I was like, I was laughing too, y'all. So, yeah. but you yeah. just don't realize like what sticks with you, yeah, and that and what you carry into adulthood with you. You know what for I mean? Real. Like you've never had a relationship with a man after that. Mm -mm. Just so when you get around, that, yeah. So in the future. Will you give a man a chance? Absolutely. I listen. I love women and men. I love people. Okay. Um, what do you want to end up with ultimately? What, what a you, good what person. Okay. <laughs> a okay. good person. People ask me that all the time. The woman, the man. <laughs> who, who? It's like it's whoever that I can have a strong connection with that we can compliment each other and we can ride this thing out in life. That's who I want to be with. It ain't about what's going on down there, which I understand why people have their apprehensions, especially women. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But, you know, there's things for that. Um, but, yeah, I just want a, a great, amazing person, you know, that I am attracted to intellectually and physically yeah. or... If you're just a great person, a lot of times when you're, um, it, it's not, why I say physically is because majority, 
um, not majority. Some of y'all been real, you know. But a lot of times I would, oh, this person's nice. Okay, let me give them a try. And then I realized, like, I really am not attracted to this person, yeah. you know. And I knew I was attracted, wasn't physically attracted to the person initially. But it's like, well, let me see, you mm-hmm. know, because I, I, I do like a person for a person. And I know, because even with my first boyfriend, I didn't, I wasn't necessarily like initially physically attracted to him, but yeah, my only boyfriend. Yeah. You gotta correct me. I'm just saying, you said it like it was another one. Correct me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that guy. Um, yeah, like, but I thought his personality, his, he had a swag, like that came on. I was like, okay, you know, this will work. So I always so thought about that. So you like the Playboys? I'm not gonna say that because I didn't, I wasn't looking at him. Mm-hmm. I wasn't looking at him until he was looking at me. Right. Yeah. You know? I get that. But I get it. it did set a precedence because I feel like he's had an influence. He would buy me stuff like clothes and he bought me my first little purse and my Jordans and, you know, bags and stuff. Right. And yeah. I think he set a precedence for certain things mm-hmm. um, for sure. Um, but I forgot what I was saying about that. So what but, I, let's talk about what we want in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I feel like for me, I, I definitely want someone who um, can hold a conversation, mm-hmm. who's emotionally stable, someone who loves people yeah, and um, that can teach me things. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, as a coach, I will find myself turning someone that I meet into like a project. And mm-hmm. I like I like a man that like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what I mean? Like, put me in my place because yeah. I am a lioness and I can get really like bossy. Mm-hmm. And I know that. And that's something that I know I got to work on myself. I ain't up to nobody to put me in my place. But I do like for a man to like step up and just kind of be a little um, aggressive. Mm. Um, and then some, definitely somebody who loves to travel. Yeah. Uh, I, I know I was dating a guy and like he was afraid to get on the airplane. I'm like, oh, we would never work. <laughs> like, I need to catch a flight, like, tomorrow. <laughs> I was dating a guy that said that he can watch the Discovery Channel and he uh, can be okay without traveling. Oh, no. Yeah, it's like, well, I really ain't got to travel. I could just watch Discovery Channel. I'd be good to go. <laughs> Why you make him sound like... so stupid? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like, don't no, know. this ain't gonna work, bro. This ain't gonna work. I, and I still was like, and when he said that, I was like, mm, I don't know, yeah. but you know, I ain't got nothing else to do. Look, yeah. like, no, no. So that's that's the thing. I have I've just been dating because I ain't had nothing else I to do. Else just spending do. time with people when I know there's no connection. Doing that. And so like now I'm like, man, I wanna no I'm attracting my soulmate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And at this moment. I just really feel like one of the things I'm focusing on is finishing the third book to the first 33 series. So I'm like, let me just focus my energy on completing a lot of the unfinished projects that I have in my life. And, um, you know, I'm not saying that I'm not looking for a man or have open to one, but, you know, I just need to put myself in in a certain energy to attract what what I do want. Focus on what you got going on, and that's going to come. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Continue to work on yourself. Use that energy that you were, like, so focused, like, oh, I want a man. I want a man. I want a man. <laughs> Lose that energy. <laughs> Why you have to make me look like that? I want a man. I want a man. I want a man. Because it's true. 
I was, hey, I was dating like I was on a show, wasn't that? That's girl? what I'm saying. <laughs> Have you seen Love is Blind? Girl, I love I only watched season four because of uh, Brett and Tiffany. Like when they uh, met, I was like, they are going to fall in love and they are going to be the most beautiful couple. Listen, so y'all, apparently I got my hair done. And I was over at my friend's house um, this past Sunday. And I don't watch stuff like that. You know what I mean? I'm like, she's like, you watch Love is Blind? I was like, girl, I mean, shoot, you doing our hair, my hair, we might as well watch it. Like, let me right, see. Yeah. She was like, let's see, you might like it. <laughs> Guys, that thing, it takes you, it has, it's so layered. Mm -hmm. Because you meet the people, or they meet, and you think, okay, that's it, they're gonna... You know, go on happily ever after. Mm -hmm. Then it's the honeymoon thing. Yeah. Then they got to live together. Yeah. Like, that's a real social experiment. Do you right. feel like you'll go on something oh like that? Oh, my. Girl, do I feel like, do you know I signed up <laughs> to go on Love is Blind? <laughs> you did. I signed up for it. Oh, no, no, no. I signed up for uh, Married at First Sight. Oh, I Married heard about that yeah. one. I can't They didn't call me back, shows. though. I mean, y'all tripping because I make really good TV. Like, I... <laughs> I'm telling all the shows that I've been on, I've been like the I believe the you. craziest, most vibrant guest. Of so y'all have to put me on one of these love shows so I can get my match. Especially because you're an actress too. So you can exactly. bring what they need. I'm gonna bring it. You can bring, bring what it. they need. So I wanted to go on love is um on I wanted to go on married at first sight because I like the fact that it was um some like relationship therapists, relationship coaches that that connected oh, these people together. Okay. So it was like, oh, I would trust, you know, that yeah. the things that I'm telling them is true and the things that the other, the partner, my mm -hmm. partner, potential partner, is telling them is true. Right. And so they connected us together. Like, okay, yeah. let's give it a chance. I, I would say, yes, I do right there. Let's mm -hmm. go. I don't, I feel like now looking at the show and seeing how strategic it is, mm -hmm. I might would try because it's not like you really have to marry these people if you really feel in your gut yeah. that, you know, it's not working out. Because yeah. old girl, old Irene, my God. Irina? Oh, God. Yeah, Irina, Lord She Jesus was so Christ. messy and She drama. was messy. She needed to go. Yeah. I'm glad. She did. Yeah, she needed to go. Yeah. Um, but you talk, so that, they're totally two different shows. Like, I like both of them. I, I do like Love is Blind because... Uh, for those of you who don't know, like they're literally they're literally in two separate pods, mm -hmm. and for three weeks, I think it's three weeks or something. They they're only communicating through each to each other, you know, just talking and things of that matter. So you really get to know people, and you have to be open and vulnerable, and um, like dating twenty four hours a day. Yeah, dating. It's, just yeah, dating. it's real. And this is what the part that I was like, that is kind of cool because you are getting to know a person. For this 24 hour a day, three weeks. Without seeing right? them. Yes. Without seeing them. However, you know, when you're dating, you might see this person once a week, a couple of times a week. Might talk, you might not talk to them every day. So it condenses the stretch out time that you would normally date someone maybe for like. It speeds it up. Three, like, it let's speeds go. it up. <laughs> like. Because at first it's like, oh, that's too quick. But it's like, well, it condenses the time. Yeah. So if you think of it, that's like a year. That's a year of right. information. That, I know that had to be a mind F for them. And this, especially in this world when the when dating is predominantly text messages. It's like, call me. We can have this conversation <laughs> that's been going on for 24 hours in five Child, minutes. I'm the same way. I don't mind texting. But sometimes when it's like, and I understand we all busy. You know what I'm saying? That's why I, you know, phone call. But 30-minute text here and there, it's, 
No, and yeah, I, my th- it's I, like I'm no. 40 years old. I am old school. Yeah, I'm I old need school you to too. pick up the phone every so me. often. Yeah, let's yeah. let's chat it up. My sisters are 25. They're like, you so old. Quit acting like an old lady. Nobody dates like that anymore. You can't really get to know a person without <laughs> you conversation. To- you just cannot. <sighs> it's damn near impossible. Yeah. And one of the things I don't like to do in dating, mm-hmm. and uh, my sisters think I'm so weird about that. <laughs> Um, I don't like giving people my social media because yes, I do. I post a lot of stuff on social media. That is such a good, I'm glad you brought that up before we wrap it up. Go yeah. On, like you can really get to know me on my social media. I want you to get to know me organically. I don't hey. want you to go get my book, but I want you to go get the book. Hey. The first 33 one hey. on this journey from trash to treasure. Hey. <laughs> and I, but I want them, I want to have the conversation organically. Right. Not you just know everything about me from my book. I don't even want, honestly... I don't even want someone to follow me on social media exactly. that I'm, I'm dating. Yes. Like, especially not right away. Like, if it just happens, because sometimes you just meet people, you know, being friends, cool, like, oh, you know, exchange, yeah. whatever. But if I had it my way, I let's not follow each other because it just gets weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. no point. Exactly. Like, it's, it's just no, it's just social media, guys. Yeah. It's That's just a good point you bring up. It's too much. Too many, it's too layered. It's too layered. It's too much you can go into. Well, who's that I like your page? Who put a, who put a little kissy right. face under that where picture? You, where I, you, you at know. today? Oh, mm. you ain't answered the phone, but you didn't post the story. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that part. <laughs> that part. Then I'm on the, you know, the messaging part singing the last time you was on right. social media. It's just too much. It's too much. It's too yeah. much. But yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So yeah, I'm open to dating and um, just having the revelation that I've been living in the wake in the past mm-hmm. of um, all the pain from past relationships. Yeah. Um, I, I think that has really opened up just a, a cesspool of opportunities for me to to go forward with and in dating and in relationships. Living in the wake. That is, if I yeah. was a pastor, that is a ministry. Living in the living wake. Living in the wake, baby. Living in the wake. Maybe you we need gonna, to, that needs to be a chapter in your book. Ooh. Living in the wake. That ooh. needs to be a chapter. Oh, I I'm, like that. <laughs> that may be a whole book. That. that may be a whole oh. book, honey. Living in the wake. Living in the wake. Getting out of the wake and, and into the driver's seat because <sighs> you can't do nothing with the wake. Yeah. You can't do anything with any, the things of the past. Only time I think mm. going back to the past is... Uh, sensible is it when you're going to get a lesson when you're going to get a lesson trying to see why is why is this happening yeah yeah when you're trying to find a solution to what's going on present day yeah. i absolutely believe connecting in the that. dots because like connecting i said i was the common denominator in all of my relationships yeah and it's like how am i what what am i doing to attract such toxicity and trauma and drama into my life yeah so it's just getting over that and allowing healthy relationships into my life. Right. And I don't, not only r- romantic relationships, you know, it's with friendships, relationships with our family. Yeah. Things of that matter because I'm a true believer that the quality of your life is based on the quality of your relationships. Man, we, we should have went into um, different, yeah, types, different of relationships. types of relationships, but it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it is all right. I feel like before we close, I feel like, I need to, and I think I've already done it because I had to figure out, I'm like, why don't my situations last? You Mm. know, a lot of the times it's because I allow people to choose me, Mm, but no, 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 baby, I'm doing the choosing now. Mm. And I think that was a insecurity, confident type deal. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, I don't have time. I will do the choosing. Yeah. Thank you so very much. Yeah. Even with friends too. 
Oh God. Oh God. Oh, For see? years I let people choose me. Yep. Same I had to have a part two. Part two relationships. <laughs> <laughs> this is real. romantic relationships we're talking about yes. here. Next time we're gonna talk about relationships with friends and families and, and the relationships that we create outside of romance. Yeah, straight like yeah. that though. All yeah. right, y'all. We about to get on out of here. Follow us on our online handles, Pause and Proceed Podcast. We're on YouTube, Pause and Proceed Podcast, IG, Pause underscore Proceed. And until next time, we're out. Bye 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 bye. <laughs>